Yo, we back, and I know I said we was gonna get on track last time, but I got a good excuse this time, real good excuse. Uh, back back in school, so I'm just trying to get acclimated back to this scholar life. Y'all feel me? Type shit. Uh, my voice might sound a little off, or I'm talking a little low. Sorry, a little under weather. Uh. Man, but I'm 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 happy to be back. I feel good to be back. I feel good. I'm in a good space right now, y'all. For, for for real, for real. Uh, I feel like I feel like everything's on the up and up for me right now. That's just how I feel personally. But that's not how people feel about my Eagles. Um, even though that's how I feel about the Eagles, I'm proud of the Eagles right now. You feel me? I'm only gonna touch on this a little bit because I'm not liking all the, you know, all the all the hate we getting because we finally lost our second game of the season. Woohoo, you know, and we lost to a, a good team. They was the better team last night. They got it. I'm saying I lost some money last night. Fuck you, Dave. Um, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see them niggas again, and, and they don't ever beat us when they count. So it's all right, man. Uh, and foot off, blah, blah, blah. Tongue twisted. I'm not editing that out or nothing. Y'all going to hear that. Um, tongue tied a little bit right there. But the spin off of that, you feel me? To give y'all, you feel me, my tip of the week, something that uh, I feel from my point of view might add to making you a better person. Um, you know, just remember it's going to be people out there glorifying your downfalls and shit. You feel me? Um, waiting on your mishaps, whether you know it or not. You feel me? Um, but that's just, that's only because they've been doing well. And they notice you've been doing well. So now they're waiting for you to fall back down to where they are. You know what I'm saying? So don't ever let a mishap, you know, deter you too much. Get get back up and keep pushing. You feel me? Just keep swimming. Word to Dory. <clears throat> Word to. Uh, I feel like I've been getting asked this question a lot lately. Not a lot, but if, but it's been enough times. Just on, like, what exactly this this little podcast is for me and what i intend for it to be moving forward so right now we in the we in the pre-stages you know what i'm saying i feel like i'm still trying to get to know who who's listening to me as well as letting know who's listening to me who i am you know what i'm saying let you know who the person is that you're listening to so i just be talking to y'all right now giving y'all a little insights on stuff just for y'all to see how I how I process stuff, you feel me? Like you might you might be able to tell off of off episode three. You don't really you know what I'm saying much like how I you know what I'm saying and that stuff you could catch early, you know and and or you might feel the opposite. You might love what I be talking about. So now, you know, now that I have you here, um, we're going to expand and go further. I plan on having um, some guests come on. Um, I plan on starting this, this thing where, you know, just shout out uh, uh, a small, a small, small business owner, person with a side hustle, you know, of, of whatever nature. Just start, you know, giving people like that a shout out just to, you know, big up the little person, you know, as another little person. Just trying to help the next man because it's, it's enough room for all of us. So, you know, reach one, teach one. That's how I feel. Um, with that being said, for whoever's here, if you are in need of any type of, you know, 
pictures, photo shoots. You might need an album cover. You know what I'm saying? You need a pic for the album cover. I know somebody um, on Instagram. Y'all can go follow him at Dan underscore the visionary. You know what I'm saying? D-A-N underscore T-H-E-V-I-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y for all of y'all. That might be a little, you know, uh, grammarly impaired. It's cool. I got y'all. Um, But. You know what I'm saying? Back to what I was saying about what the show is going to be. Um, you know, I plan on having some people on, um, some people that's out here trying to better the community, uh, some artists with some, some, some rap dreams and some music dropping soon. Um, some stuff beyond that that's in the works, you know, just, just really, I'm going to just really bring it full circle real soon for y'all to see. And, uh, and I'm, I'm happy that uh I've, I've been even getting asked that question because that means you know you you somewhat in, invested in what you're hearing and you you're looking forward for it to grow forward you know and i and that that makes me feel good a little bit you know maybe i'm on to something here <clears throat> but while i got y'all here i want to talk about something i seen on the internet the other day and it kind of it kind of stuck with me um basically there's this guy who was saying that there's a battle going on between black people and niggas, right? Now, as a black person, you know, African-American, whatever, as, as an African-American, you know that there is a difference between black people and niggas. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's also a difference between coons and black people you feel me but that's that's the topic we'll get into in a second but black people versus niggas is such a thin line and and his approach on it was terrible you feel me like his his thing was that black people and niggas need to be segregated you feel me black people with class need to just completely detach themselves from people who are quote-unquote ghetto you know what i'm saying Y'all know, y'all know what ghetto entails, thugs, ratchet, all that cool shit, whatever black people are perceived to be in a negative light as a whole. But it's no way that we could ever detach from each other. We are each other. You feel me? We all have a bougie cousin. We all have a ratchet cousin, but that's what makes black people black people. There is nothing we can do among ourselves to make other people like us, Right. And I think people really need to grasp that, bro. Like, they're never going to like us. And it doesn't matter. Like, why do why do we got to go so far to to finally uh, fit in? I don't, what the fuck are we fitting in for if we obviously, in reality, are out in front? Everything that we do is somehow flissed flip twisted and, and 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 regurgitated right back to us in a different way from now everything so no it's no and, and even and even if you felt there was a difference between black people and niggas which it is but if you felt like that why not try to teach a nigga you know sometimes all a nigga need is is a is a is a is a, is a god like a lot of people out here don't have guidance and it's because of that exact mindset that we need to 
disassociate ourselves with them. Why? If like how why are we labeled bad so young? As a child, I don't know no better. Why am I bad? I'm just trying shit. I just got here. I'm trying to what's around me. What's the difference between I'm I'm confused. Like I I don't know, man. It's it's just like we got to get out of certain mindsets and and the main one we need to get out of is trying to figure out how we can make white people like us. They're not going to. Or they will. Either they will or they won't. There's never going to be a hundred percent participation from everybody. There is just not from any race, white people, Asians, uh, uh, even some Hispanic people. It, it just is what it is. Some like us, some don't. Why not just focus on the ones that fuck with us? That's the problem with the world. Everybody's so focused on who don't like them instead of who does. Who gives a fuck if they don't like you? That's one less person to worry about. That's one less person to let you down. Like, it's not to sound like, but come on, man. It's, come on, man. Like, we got we to gotta do better. Like, 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 from my point of view, just let it be what it is. There's no need to, there's no need to make somebody like you. There's no need to force a friendship. That I, I want, everything around me has to be organic. It has to have come naturally. I don't want to force any kind of relationship because nothing good is going to come from it. If you forcing something then eventually this shit is going to, you feel me? It's going to backfire. It's going to break. It's going to bend. It's, you feel me? All that shit that comes with you trying to force your way into something is, is not going to go well. It, just let the shit flow. If they don't like us, oh, well, we have made it this far without it. Now, are we doing great? No, but like this shit so deep is it's just going to stay what it is. <laughs> it's just gonna stay what it is, man. And I, I think the sooner we as a whole accept that, and, and the sooner we all accept each other, cause like no black person is really the same. We all like different shit. Like, of course, we have the 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 main stuff that we all fuck with. You know what I'm saying? We all fuck with rap. We all fuck with this. We all fuck with that. Everybody knows Denzel Washington. We love Ice Cube. Like it's all shit like that. But even, but even then, it's people who don't like that, right? And that don't always make them coons automatically. It's it's the shit you do. You know what I'm saying? So we we gotta we gotta stop being so quick to to judge each other, bro. Because that's what everybody else is already doing. The entire world is already judging you as a black person, no matter how tall you are, how short you are, how skinny, how fat you are, how many tattoos you do or don't have, how many piercings you do or don't have. Is he a good one? Is he not? Oh, I don't know. Like, it's it's just what comes with it. You just got to. That's what happens when you're the best. Yo, you critiqued all the time. Look at the Eagles. When you number one. They looking for shit to talk about. When you when you great, they look for chinks in the armor. It's just what comes with it. There's nothing we can really do about it at this point. It, we didn't choose to be the best. It kind of just happened. 
and and now we gotta pay for it. We didn't even do nothing. We just vibing. Just had great vibes, and now we gotta pay for it. But enough about that. I have a good little short story I seen on the subreddit of one of them Reddit Johns where niggas be expressing crazy stories in life with friends and girlfriends and shit like that. So uh I don't even remember the the fucking names they use. There was some white names. So I'm a I'm a like nigga it up a little bit and I'm gonna use some 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 hey you might know a guy named that. You feel me? So uh this story is about Greg and Shakur, right? Now Greg and Shakur been friends for about what do you say? He said they was friends for like ten years. They was friends for ten years, right? They met and in middle school, right? So middle school, high school, college, adulthood, they're friends, right? So they they they've gone through all the phases of of manhood together. You feel me? They've the 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 process where a boy to a man. You feel me? Uh, a, a a teen to a man. All that cool. A boy to a teen, teen to a man. That all that cool shit, right? So when Shakur lost his virginity, the first person he called was Greg, because that was his homie. Right after, right after he lost it, he called him, and they linked, and he told him everything about it. Fast forward down the line, Shakur ends up rekindling with the girl he lost his virginity to, and they start linking. So one day when they together, Greg called Shakur like, "Yo, bro, we about to we about to smoke." So Core like, "Oh, alright, bet come through." She such and such is here. I I don't I don't remember the girl's name, and I'm not making one up. So such and such is here. So Greg like, "Alright, cool, no, nah, yeah, I, I I I'm I'm over there." Boom, Greg slide. Greg is reintroduced to such and such because it's been about like almost 10 years since the virginity thing at this point. So at that moment, Greg asks Shakur like, Hey, who that? And Shakur is like, bro, remember that's, that's my first. So, uh, Greg like, Oh yeah, damn. My bad, bro. I'm tripping. She looked different. She grown now. You feel me? Yeah, we are grown now. Duh, dummy. So fucking uh, so Shakur like, yeah, no, I ain't tripping, bro. Ain't no thing. So, some time goes by and Shakur's birthday rolls around. So for his birthday, for his birthday, he goes out. They go to dinner, and. Then they went back to Shakur's house for like something at his house that his friends planned or whatever. Some cool shit. A little a little fake game night to get bro more drunk because he don't like drinking when he go out. So, because he got to drive home. One of them ultra safe niggas. It, he was breaking all this shit down in the story. Like, bro spent a lot of time. So, get back to his house. They're doing the game night. And, and Greg 
bought a real expensive bottle. So Shakur is like, hey, man, you know, Greg, that's my man. Like, they don't make friends like Greg no more. Da-da-da-da-da. So within the people that are attending this post-dinner game night is Greg, a few of Shakur's cousins, a few of Shakur's close friends, and the girl that Shakur lost his virginity to because they were, you know, seeing each other at the time, I guess. So, uh, how it goes is the night goes on and people are starting to leave. So, one of the female friends in the room says she's ready to go. And at the same time, virginity girl gets up and she wants to leave too. So, it's at that moment that Greg states he's going to walk them out, right? So, Shakur just, you know, vibing being being cool mingling amongst his you know his crowd thinks nothing of it greg comes back in joins the conversation and they have a great night following morning shakur picks up his phone and he got a missed call from from his female friend that left last night so he calls her back. He like, yo, what's going on? She all, hey, how you feeling? Did you have a good time last night? You look like you had a ball. Uh, I'm glad you were alive. LOL. Ha 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 So, you know, core he all, yeah, no, I'm cool. I was a little hungover earlier. Went back to sleep. Woke up. I'm good now. Boom. So that's when the female friend is like, oh, and about your friend Greg, I thought he was a gentleman. I thought he was walking us to our cars to be nice. He only came out to get that girl number. Core at that moment was froze. Like, whoa, what you mean? And the way he said it, the girl on the phone was like, oh, wow, you didn't know. So she's like, oh, wow, you didn't know. So he's like, no. So she like, he didn't tell you? He was like, no. She was like, she didn't tell you? He was like, no. So she like, oh, my God, I did not mean I wasn't being messy. I thought you knew. So Corey like, no, nah, man, no fault of yours. It's not on you. I'm saying it's, it's not on you. It's not your fault. So, Cor, he he angry. He about to put them motherfuckers in a group text. But, you know, nigga Mellow Dot was like, nah, I ain't gonna go crazy. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a go at niggas one-on-one. So, he said he text Virgin Girl first. No, hold on. He text Greg first. And was like, hey, bro, you out of pocket. This nigga Greg said, what you mean? Nigga Core said he ain't respond. 
he felt disrespected in that moment because his friend obviously would have known what he was, you know, inferring to. So, like, you know, he said he then texted Virgin Girl and told her she was out of pocket. And he said that she sent back, like, the little emoji with the yikes face, like the Jay-Z drone when he backing out the room, like, like, damn, like that. Nigga said she then texted him after and said, can I get those games that I left at your house? Nigga Core said he almost lost it. He said, you know what? You can. And delivered them to Greg's house and told her that she could pick them up from there. Afterwards, Greg returned the games to Shakur. And that was the end of the story. Like it was it was so anticlimactic, but it was so real at the same time. Because it was like in those moments you expect like, oh, there was some kind of big fight and 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 they got it in and somebody got a pay. But sometimes it don't be that deep. Sometimes when a person shows you where you really stand with them it's not even worth fighting for especially when it's 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 coming from a place where where you stand with that person shouldn't have been questioned so i was fucking with the whole story because it was like it was it wasn't like made up it didn't feel fictional it felt real sometimes sometimes a a deceit or break you so much that you don't even fight for it. Just the way a person carries the aftermath of a situation, you don't even feel like it's worth it. It just be like, damn. That's how you really feel. And at that moment, it's nothing. It's nothing you can really do because they, they've already showed the milk is spilled. You're know saying the paper is wrinkled. The shit happened. However, whatever you want to call it. And and it can't it can't be undone. What was said can't be unsaid. What approach that was taken can't be taken back. And sometimes the shit just crush you so much that it it ain't even worth trying to keep this shit alive. So the fact that like it just ended where it ended at it was it was it was therapeutic for me. I feel that, Corey. Get your your peace. You know what I'm saying, it didn't even didn't even argue back to what you mean. Didn't do none of that. Just just let it be. From my point of view, that's all you could do. Till next time, man. Love y'all. Matter of fact, real, real quick before I go, real, real quick before I go, I don't know if y'all been watching Raining, blah, another, I'm tongue-tied like a motherfucker today, I don't know if y'all been watching Raising Canaan, or watched the first episode, I should say, but I'm already tired of Canaan, 
like the acting is like it's too it's too he forcing it he's forcing it and we just was talking about what happens when you force shit it just, it just don't work out it just it's look it look it's annoying i hate seeing it i hate hearing it the the faces and the nigga just think he 50 cent don't be 50 cent you can't be 50 cent it just it just feel like he took the entire little off off time and was just studying 50 cent interviews until they started filming again like i i just hate it so much like don't be 50 be canaan and then be a good canaan that's all until next time that's just my point of view